fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You are darn right it is the Voice of Reason. We are in a week, uh, middle of the week, I guess you could call it, the midweek, the hump day, the post-post-Monday, the pre-pre-Friday, celebrating right here on the Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Welcome in, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship station all over the country, radio, TV, and live streaming. Great to have you along for the ride. It's a big show today. Now, you may be, if you're watching the live stream today, there is a reason for this. I promise you there is a reason for this, and I will get to it here in just a second. If you're not listening on radio, then you have no idea what I'm talking about, and it's totally okay. Uh, so we have a lot to get to today. At the bottom of the hour, Congressman Bob Latta from the 5th Congressional District in the great state of Ohio. He'll be joining us and talking to us. We actually recorded it a little bit earlier today. And he was back in his district, not getting a lot done in D.C. Because why not? We don't need to get a lot done in Washington, D.C. right now because Joe Biden is the one that's just signing executive orders and doing everything on his own. So I guess that's cool. But uh, he's he'll talk about some of that and what's been going on the latest couple of weeks in Washington, D.C. in the House of Representatives. So we have that going on. We have Joe Biden, of course, signing more executive orders today. We have a Supreme Court decision regarding President Donald Trump. So that's pretty exciting. And of course, now we have Dr. Fauci. <laughs> we're, we're getting the count. Andy, that's not enough masks. So if you're watching in this, by the way, this is very difficult to actually talk with uh, if you have all this on. So the reason I wear this, and if you're not watching, then I have about five masks on me and surrounding my face with some sunglasses on. Yes, it looks ridiculous. Here's my reasoning. I'm very scared of the virus. I am absolutely terrified of the virus. I think we're just all going to die. Ah, yeah, there it is. There it is. We're just all going to that. We're not going to make it, ladies and gentlemen. We have a new strain of COVID-19 out there. It seems to be more dangerous. It seems to be more, uh, uh, it seems that you'll be able to catch it a lot easier. It's a new strain. We just need to lock everything down. We need to shut it all down. And I am just terrified. So I figured if I build myself a nice little mask thing around me, although it's not on my face or my mouth, I can't talk like that, but I would have it on my mouth if I could because I'm terrified of the virus. We are going to die. Now, Dr. Fauci, if you remember all the way back when, at the beginning of the pandemic in March of last year, Dr. Fauci said that we don't need masks. It's going to be all right. You don't need to worry about it. You don't need to wear a mask. And by the way, masks actually aren't going to do a whole lot because unless you are trained to wear them all the time, like if you're a doctor and you're in surgery, that sort of, if you don't do that, then you're going to be fidgeting with it. You're going to be touching your face after you touch the mask when the mask may have the disease on there. You you still get viruses through your eyes because your eyes are lubricated, so therefore you might get it through that way. So really, masks are pretty much irrelevant. You don't need to be wearing masks. Then all of a sudden, he changed his tone and said, now we need to be wearing masks. Need to be wearing the mask. Got to wear the mask. We, we need to lock everything down and force everybody to wear a mask, especially in public. But you only need to wear it if you're within six feet of someone without social distancing. And by the way, that social distancing really needs to only happen uh, for like less than 10 minutes. If you're less than, if you're around someone within that six foot radius for less than six to 10 minutes, then you're fine. You don't need to wear the mask then only if you're in that close proximity for a long extended period of time. Remember that? 
Then it got to, well, we need to wear the mask all the time. Even if you're away from someone. I mean, they could sneeze. You're 20 feet away. You still need to wear the mask. You're going to die if you don't wear the mask. Got to wear the mask. All that, even if you're socially distancing. Now, the latest, according to CNBC.com, which makes it, I guess, even more scarier because now the mainstream media coming out, Dr. Fauci says double masking makes common sense and is likely to be more effective. Double masking, meaning you need to wear two masks at the same time. Time Now, regardless about your eyes, you need to wear two masks continuously. Interesting. All right. You need to wear double masking. Uh, could wearing two face masks, according to CNBC, at one time during the pandemic provide more protection than just wearing one mask? Quote, so if you have a physical covering with one layer, you put another layer on, it just makes common sense that it's likely would be more effective, he told Today news. That's the reason why you see people either double masking or doing a version of an N95 mask. Now, an N95 mask is a more obviously thicker mask than a regular blue mask that you'll get uh, just walking around the general public, which is what doctors usually use. Or if you're in intensive care unit, that sort of thing. Those are N95 masks. Obviously, they'll get keep out pretty much everything. But now you even need to wear those, or you need to double mask. Which, just think about it, You're I, yes, wearing two masks, you will block more things getting in. Yes, that is commonsensical, and that's exactly what I guess you should be doing. So now you shouldn't just wear one mask, you should wear two masks. However, let's take it to another level, shall we? According to the latest story from Summit.News, experts on the coronavirus now say that you should wear three masks. Not just one, not just two from Dr. Fauci, but three masks. Therefore, you will be completely covered. Citing researchers at Virginia Tech, CNBC says that Americans should be considered consider wearing three face masks in order to protect against the spread of COVID-19. After Dr. Fauci asserted that the wearing two face coverings instead of one would be more effective in stopping the virus, CNBC's Katessa Brewer went even further. Quote, the experts keep telling us that wearing masks is really about protecting others from ourselves in the event that we are contagious. But you know if other people aren't wearing their masks or if they're wearing them improperly, we need to protect ourselves. So experts say that you can double up in tight uh, with a tight weave fabric mask for added protection. But they went on to say... They cited the Virginia Tech researchers who found that doubling up on masks can increase effectively effectiveness by 50 to 75 percent before announcing, quote, a three layer mask can block up to 90 percent of particles. There you are. So I'm terrified. I am absolutely. T- now we need to wear three masks. Well, I have about five masks on me right now, but we need to wear three masks because it is the most scary thing that we could ever. Now, at the same time that we're trying to say it's extremely uh, fearful that we should all be panicking about the virus. At the same time, we have the World Health Organization that's backing off on some of the testing because we're concerned about false positive tests that have been running rampant across the world. So therefore, we don't need as many positive tests and we need to back off on those a little bit because they're not really truly positive tests. At the same time, you have California, you have uh, uh, New York, you have a lot of these states that have shut everything down because it's really, really scary and we're terrified of the virus and you can't even go to a restaurant even for pickup or at all. You just shut down. Now those are opening back up, which means I thought things were getting better. 
Now, we also have a vaccine that's going out across the nation where Joe Biden's pushing it up from uh, above one million doses and whatever else they're doing. So we have the, the vaccine out there where if you get the vaccine, then you're not going to be able to get the virus at all. Or if you do get the virus, then you're not going to have any symptoms. What a vaccine does. But yet now at this point in time, in January of 2021, with the vaccine out, with too many false positive tests and the numbers going through the roof, with states beginning to open up even the most progressive liberal states that have been terrified of the virus since day number one. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have evolved with Dr. Anthony Fauci from wearing no mask at all from March of 2020 to January of 2021. Two masks are appropriate. And now CNBC experts saying that you should be wearing three masks in order to protect yourself from COVID-19. So I, I I think I'm more terrified than ever before. I think I really need to just wear the masks constantly all the time. I'm just really scared. I think that it's going to get me. I really, you know, I just need to sanitize all the time. I just need to be drinking the hand sanitizer to sterilize my insides just in case I swallowed the virus somehow, just in case I went out to a bar and, you know, had a drink or went to a restaurant and had something to eat and the virus was on the food. And someone, like, didn't wear three masks. They only wore one mask. So, therefore, they probably spread the virus to me, and I'm just going to die. There's that for you. Welcome into the show. Great to have you along for the ride today. Yes, it looks ridiculous, but that's what we do on this show is we express absurdity by being extremely absurd because the left side is absolutely lost their minds, and they are stupid. These are literally the people that said that we should uh, wear masks all year long because we're terrified of the flu. Because we're terrified of every little virus that may be out there. I don't know if they're aware or not, but we live in a biological world. And there are viruses, and there are flus, and there are uh, bacteria, and there are things floating all over the place. And I know people lose their minds. Like, my wife is a crazy germaphobe. She likes to keep the whole house sterile all the time. She is a crazy germaphobe. I know a lot of people that are. We live in a biological world. And guess what? Kids eat dirt, and you're going to get sick and get the flu, and things are going to be in the air, and it's just there. And unless you want to live in a bubble, which, by the way, kills off your immune system so you don't build up tolerances to things so you can fight them off, if that's what you want to do, then all the power to you. But when you get sick and you're in the emergency room because you've never been exposed to anything because you're so terrified of everything, don't be crawling and and calling out for universal health care for me to cover your bills because you were too stupid to build up your autoimmune system. Now, I'm not talking about the ones that have compromised immune systems because you know that's going to get the email. Andy, what about the Sick people that get sick all the time and can't get sick. You know that's coming. You know that people actually try to, you know, say those things. But guess what? Uh, We're aware of those. And guess what? Those people usually do their due diligence to stay away from other individuals and limit their exposure already. So (laughs) they already take their own responsibility into their own hands. What a wild concept. But for us, we don't need to be going overboard here. I'm pretty sure I've had the virus already. I got extremely sick. uh, I don't know, February last year. About this time last year, and I, I mean, it wasn't like severe, like need to go to the hospital. It was a crazy flu to where it really knocked me on my butt for a, about two weeks. But guess what? I still went to work. And this is like when they were first talking about, oh, there's a virus coming from China and it hasn't hit anywhere yet, but it's in China and it's spreading all over the place. We don't know when it's going to be here. And I got sick at that time and I, I was more sick with the flu than usual. And I think I already had it. And rumor has it if you already have it once and you don't need to worry about a second time, except for like the five cases where they're like, oh, my gosh, people are dying again. So it's kind of weird. I don't know. But would you wear the mask? Would you wear two? Would you wear three masks 
to protect yourself from the virus because it's a very scary thing and we need to be taking this seriously, ladies and gentlemen. We just need to shut everything down. We need to give up all of our personal rights. We don't need to go anywhere. We need to wait for the government to ship us food in the mail every day because that's where we need to be. We need to be isolated in our own bubbles. We never need to be exposed to anything ever because that would never compromise our immune system. That would never make us sicker at all, right? Wouldn't do anything to us. We just need to listen to the government because Dr. Fauci knows best. Now, he is, by the way, the now the highest paid government official in Washington, D.C. I don't know if you saw that story. He is the number one highest paid federal official in Washington, D.C., so there's no financial gain for him at all to be able to making these ridiculous decisions, but you need to be wearing two masks. I mean, just one is not going to cut it. You will die if you wear one mask. You were going to die if you didn't wear a mask. Now you're really going to die if you wear only one mask. You probably could die if you wear two masks because you really need three, and you need the vaccine to wear the mask because the vaccine isn't going to stop it. It's just going to I don't know what it does, apparently. It's not going to stop you from getting it. It's not going to just make the symptoms completely go away. Even if you do get it, it's just going to be there. So you need to get the vaccine, and then you still need to wear three masks because we're all going to die. Now, the glasses part, too. I mean, you need to protect your eyes. Yeah, there you go. Got a lot to get to today. Yes, I was being a little sarcastic, and that's the kind of mood I'm in today. So I don't really care. When we come back, a big Supreme Court decision coming out regarding President Donald Trump. And no, it is not about the illegal voting and the voter fraud that went on in the nation, although there are still 30 active cases in the nation regarding voter fraud in this nation. So we'll talk about that a little bit, talk about what the Supreme Court had to say, plus we'll get ready for our interview with Congressman Bob Latta from the 5th District in Ohio today. It is a Wednesday. Great to have you along for the ride today. Radio, TV, and live streaming right here on the show. Your fastest hour of radio on radio. Let's get to you today. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com miss part of the show don't worry about it there's plenty of ways to catch the program and here's how you can do it first make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station we're here for you second subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites youtube and itunes spotify and google play tune in podbean and more have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device last visit our website at hoosierreason.com you can listen to the podcast 
catch our special features and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today, radio, TV, and live streaming, plus the podcast we have after the program. We always thank you for tuning in, signing up, uh, subscribing to us, listening to us each and every day. I, uh, that was uncomfortable. That was uncomfortable. Had to get rid of that one. That didn't last very long, but hey, we made our point, I think, right? We made our point, although the progressives are like, oh my gosh, he's so insensitive. <laughs> I don't really care. That's what we do. So... Some good news. Let's get into... Oh, by the way, you can find us on all of our social media at Hoosier Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. Also on the website at HoosierReason.com. We have the video streaming on Twitter right now, on YouTube, and on Twitch.tv. We do not have it on Facebook right now, as we are still banned from Facebook Living there for a little bit. Who knows how long that's going to last. But we do have the ban going on there, so you can find the video stream on those, plus radio and TV as well. In the podcast of The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier on any of your favorite podcasting sites. What's trending today? What's trending today? So we actually have some good news. It's kind of dumb good news, but it's good news. It's kind of a commonsensical good news thing. But the Supreme Court has dismissed challenges to Donald Trump's business profits while he was president of the United States. Let me get this clear. So all the way back when, at the beginning of our nation with our founding fathers, as they were trying to craft this nation and trying to figure out how to create a nation, and they talked about the public servants and they talked about term limits to where they just kind of, you know, out of respect, stepped down after a while and just doing it to help out the nation. I don't know if you're aware or not, but every single one of them were business owners or land owners or some type of individual that had assets because... Their idea was that you shouldn't really get paid at being a public servant, or if you do, maybe just a little bit, but it wouldn't be enough to really live on because it was really supposed to be the ones that were wealthy, that were landowners, that had assets to be able to contribute to society because you had the opportunity to do so. And it was really everybody's due diligence to do that in some way, shape, or form, but it really wasn't supposed to be a paid gig. Now, fast forward so many years later to 2021, we have Democrats trying to sue President Donald Trump because over the last four years, his businesses made profits while he was president of the United States. This is how far we've come in society right now. Now, I don't know if you remember or not, but four years ago when he became president of the United States, he said that he was stepping away from his business and that he was going to have his family run it. A lot of it was just going to be on autopilot. He wasn't going to work on any of the projects. It was just going to sit there. And maybe grow, maybe do its thing, sit on all the pile, let the family kind of run it for a little bit. But he wasn't going to touch it out of concerns of um, out of concerns of some type of connection, some type of uh, a deal that they may be making with different contractors and different businesses. They weren't going to do it. Just nope, stepping away from it. And he did the right thing. But yet they still tried to sue him because they're so desperate to hate on President Donald Trump, former. President Donald Trump, that the Supreme Court dismissed the challenges against Trump's business profits because they tried to go after. There were two lawsuits, and on Monday this week, they claimed that Donald Trump's business dealings as president violated the Constitution's ban on receiving financial benefits from the states or foreign officials. Uh, those were what the lawsuits were about. Now, they tossed him out, luckily, but the cases raised a novel question about the president's ability to receive income from businesses patronized by government officials. 
Now, I don't know if you remember again or not, but every single paycheck from the uh, government to the president of the United States to Donald J. Trump at the time, every quarter, he donated it to one of the organizations, donated it to one of the departments that was doing something to help out with Veterans Affairs or whatever it was at the time. He didn't take a single penny from the federal government on many of those checks, most of those checks. He donated them. But yet they still hate on him. How dare you even attempt to get profits from your business that's sitting on autopilot that you're not having anything to do with because that's a uh, violation of the Constitution. This is how loony they've become. Now, they're still trying to go after him for the uh, punishment, uh, the incrimination of the insurrection at the Capitol and all this other garbage, which isn't going to go anywhere. Rand Paul ended up putting up a bill in the Senate that got 45 supporters trying to cast it out. It didn't pass, but it's enough that they can't do the filibuster to actually get 60 votes uh, and actually pass the incrimination against him. So that's good news. But this is how desperate they are to not only try and remove him, but to punish him for even trying to run for office. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into it. Thanks for hanging out with us today on radio, TV, and live streaming. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. No matter where you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you so very much. By the way, we killed it. We already br- we're still like a whole half a week left into the month, and we shattered the record for most amount of downloads of the podcast uh, on a month-by-month basis compared to what we've seen last month and all of last year. So we killed it, and we are on a huge trend. So thank you for that because we are just rolling. I can't be happier. I'm so grateful. I'm so appreciative. We have our newsletter coming out uh, early next mo- uh, early next week, so make sure to stay tuned in. Go to HoosierReason.com. Sign up for that as well. And we appreciate you very, very much. All right, I want to shift gears a little bit. We sat down with Congressman Bob Ladder from the 5th Congressional District of Ohio earlier this morning. This is what he had to say, by the way, like usual. We went way too long for our interview, so we're going to play part of it here on the show. And then we will also upload the special full extended version of the interview on our podcast as well, so you can just hear that as a special feature for the Voice of Reason podcast. But this is what he had to say, Congressman Bob Latta from the state of Ohio. Congressman Bob Latta back with us here. Congressman, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks very much for having me on. Now, it's always great to talk to you, and Happy New Year to you. Although this year has kind of started off a little bit rocky, we haven't had a chance to talk to you since 
all of the craziness that's gone on. But in Washington, D.C., the Capitol, the challenging of the Electoral College, the protests that ensued, uh, you, your staff, everybody's safe, everything all right uh, with everything that went down that day? Well, yeah, absolutely. And good Lord, when we're never going to see another day like that on uh, that January 6th. I'm a historian, and I do a lot of tours through the years with bringing people through. And I always uh, remark that during the War of 1812, the British captured Washington on August the 24th, 1814, set fire to the Capitol and and to the White House and other buildings in Washington. And, you know, we never we haven't had a breach of the Capitol since then. We've had incidents at the Capitol, but we've never had anything like that. And uh, because of COVID and uh, they, a lot of our staff have all been uh, working from home, and so fortunately, I was there and witnessed everything, but uh, fortunately, the staff, except for one who left early, uh, everyone was safe and sound. Well, that's really good news. That's good news. The protests really showed, though, that there's a discourse right now in America. There's a divide to where there are so many individuals that feel like they're not properly being represented right now. They're concerned about the election fraud. And then just kind of throwing the gas on the fire was the the fact that, you know, we're going to silence you on social media as a conservative. If you even talk about potential voter fraud, we're going to punish President Donald Trump. We're going to silence you to where not even like look into an investigation of voter fraud. And then if you talk about it, you're a domestic terrorist. Terrorist, you're now a conspiracy theorist. We're going to ban you on social media. But then we're also going to come out and do what's been going on this last week or so is the impeachment trials in the House and now in the Senate, the criminal charges trying to be brought up. I mean, it's kind of just rubbing that salt in the wound. And I don't think things are going to get better for a while until we start to address these things. Well, you know, first of all, when you're talking about the big tech, that's the uh, Section 230. And I serve, I'm the ranking member on the Energy and Commerce Committee's uh, Telecommunications Subcommittee. Now, unfortunately, the Democrats run the, run the committee, sub, the committee and the subcommittees. But when you look at the big tech, especially with Section 230, this is being discussed a lot. And Section 230 was uh, put out there to be what they call a, uh, a shield and a sword for these companies that, you know, you could take down offensive, obscene material. And then they wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be held liable. But we saw during the campaign that uh, these uh, edge providers out there were doing what? Well, they were hammering the uh, conservatives. And uh, you you didn't hear anything about the liberals, anything of theirs being taken down. And so I know as a uh, Republicans on the Energy and Commerce Committee under the telecommunications side, we just put out a a kind of a, a briefing memo yesterday saying that we've got to look at reforming Section 230 because, uh, for one thing, uh, you know, taking away this liability protection, if they neglect their uh, Good Samaritan uh, obligations. So it's really important that, you know, everybody's playing on a fair footing out there. But uh, if if you don't, then it's going to be like we have to do something. Now, I'm not sure where the Democrats are, if they are very, if they really want to do this or not. I know one of the things I know that Joe Biden said, well, let's just get rid of Section 230. And when uh, you hear the liberals, you know, also saying getting rid of Section 230, uh, you really want to look at this. But, you know, we want we, we really need reform. And that's what we want to do, because, again, uh, you want to have it should be equal. It should be fair. And it shouldn't be anything out there where you get liability protection 
for doing these things and not being held accountable. Well, absolutely. I mean, you need to be held accountable to that degree, but we also need just freedom in the market of social media. I mean, we tried to, they told us for years that if you don't like Facebook, if you don't like Twitter, if you don't want to be censored, then go to a different site, do something different, which by the way is very difficult because they kind of have a monopoly on the industry, but we did it. We went to sites like Parler. We went to sites like Minds.com. We went to sites that are different than Facebook and Twitter and then look and see what happened to Parler is, oh, by the way, we, you don't have the same guidelines and restrictions as what we do, so, oh, sorry, you can't have a server. We're going to shut you down. So now they're punishing us for even doing what they told us to do in the first place, which was go to a different site and start our own thing. Well, I know we're in the Senate. There's there's even talk yeah, you're hearing right now is, you know, how, how big are these big tech companies? And uh, there's a question, you know, is it, uh, you know, there, are they monopolies? Are they is it in situations that I know I've heard on the other, you know, over on the other chamber is about uh, saying that we should be actually looking at maybe that these companies should be broken up. They've gotten too big and they control too much. And so, again, again, you, we, we want this thing to be fair because, again, uh, you know, we, an idea with the federal communications because they, they're underneath our jurisdiction. And one of the things, you know, so the Federal Trade Commission, they, that's also in the jurisdiction of our committee. That uh, you know, you, these things need to be fair. And uh, but uh, you know what we witnessed in the last campaign cycle is that they were their uh, algorithms and everything else seemed to oddly enough only affect conservatives. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we're, we've been seeing it here on the show as well. I mean, I can't do a Facebook live stream right now. Our, our YouTube has had a couple warnings for uh, breaking community standards, so on and so forth. So we've been even having a, a hard time getting the show out there on social media just because I made a comment that I didn't believe President Trump uh, incited the violence at the uh, protests on January 6th. It's a crazy time, and I know it's a battle that we need to continue on. But right now, it's concerning for you guys because you're doing all you can, and yet you're still in the minority, which is very frustrating. Nancy Pelosi still running the House of Representatives. Now we have a 50-50 split in the Senate, but, you know, the three, four Republicans that usually vote Democrat, plus now with Kamala Harris kind of being the tiebreaker in the Senate, if it comes down to it, uh, we're kind of in the minority, and I don't know how much we can get done. What are you guys working on, and what can we do to try and put a blockade on some of the crazy legislation the Democrats want to ram through this year? Well, one of the things that people need to remember these words, budget reconciliation. And, you know, I always tell folks that elections have consequences. Now, one of the great things is that over in the House that we picked up, we really gained seats. Yeah. And so, you know, we're, we're close to about, it's either, you know, depending on the number of the day, because one of the seats at uh, either 223 to 212 or 212 to 213. So when you're within 10 votes striking, that doesn't give uh, Nancy Pelosi a lot of room. But, uh, you know, she'll run that place with a heavy hand to keep her people in line. But what they, and of course, as you mentioned, over in the Senate with a 50-50 tie and with the vice president breaking now, uh, you know, you've got two uh, Democrats over there said that they're going to make sure that uh, the filibuster stays in, uh, in being over there, which means that, that on all major pieces of legislation that they'll have to get to 60 votes. However, there is a, there's a procedure called budget reconciliation, and under budget reconciliation, you only you only have to pass things by a single vote. Mm. And so you're going to see the Democrats. And when you do budget reconciliation, you know it's a really only you can only have one subject matter in it. But uh, you know we used it for you know getting the tax law. You know to see the the economy explode in our country. But what you're going to see the Democrats using it for is either rolling back 
uh, all of the great gains we had in making sure Americans get out there and expand their businesses and have more money in their own pocket and the government not taking it. Uh, or they're going to look at their Green New Deal. And, uh, you know, we've been seeing the, the President Biden right now out there signing all these executive orders, stopping the Keystone Pipeline, stopping offshore drilling that's on, uh, and then also on uh, federal leases uh, on land. And we're going to see all these things being rolled back. People are going to see gasoline prices increasing. We're going to see that all of a sudden we're going to have to uh, have more dependence on countries that don't like us. Uh, you know, the Canadians are upset with us because Keystone Pipeline has been stopped again by Biden. It shouldn't be because, again, it's the safest way to transport uh, oil and natural gas through a pipeline. And so we're right, going to be right back to, you know, more trucks and more rail cars. And the safest way is to do it by the pipelines. But we're seeing all these things are happening right now by massive numbers of e- uh, executive orders. And, you know, it's going to be a long two years before the next election cycle. But we've got to take back the House, take back the Senate to stop this craziness from occurring. There it is, Congressman Bob Latta from the 5th Congressional District from the state of Ohio. Again, that was only part of the interview. We went up probably another, I don't know, 7 to 10 minutes on there because he has a lot of great information. We get to chatting and we end up going really, really long. So instead of just cutting it off and just throwing it away, we're going to do the special feature on the podcast so you can make sure to download that additional podcast and listen to the entire interview with Bob Latta, Congressman from Ohio. But some really interesting news there, especially when it comes to the censorship and the fact that he's part of the committee looking at the censorship. What can we do because i mean hey we still can't broadcast on facebook because they don't like the things i say Uh, i got an email again from youtube saying oh well round number two this is warning two about you breaking community standards we don't like what you're actually doing so it's only a matter of time it's only a matter of time then you hear that uh the biden administration is looking at cutting off the conservative news outlets out of the press room Because why not? We don't like them. We don't like One American News Network. We don't like Newsmax. We don't like Fox News. We don't like, I mean, Fox News is kind of, you know, but we don't like those other ones out there. We only want the mainstream ones that are going to do nicely with us and are going to play nicely. They want to cut those off. Well, Donald Trump was like, anybody that's a member of the media, good, big, bad, whatever, small, come on in. We'll get you a press pass. You can ask questions because we like the transparency. Them? like the way you really cover this stuff with me voice of reason with andy hoosier hey it's andy hoosier while you listen to the delightful broadcast of the voice of reason don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites whether you're using facebook youtube twitter minds.com or instagram we're there for you find us at hoosier reason on any of your social media platforms you'll see special commentary links to the articles and news that we use on the show and videos of the broadcast Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the show. Thanks for hanging out with us today on the Post to Post Monday, the pre-pre-Friday celebration, the greatest day of the entire week right here on The Voice of Reason, your millennial general reporting for duty the way we do every single day here on the show, giving it to you the best way we can each and every day, trying to keep it entertaining yet informative to some degree, re-educating the young generation, rebranding the millennial generation, because that's just what we do here on the show. Thanks again to Congressman Bob Latta coming on the program. We always love chatting with him from Ohio, the 5th District of Ohio. Again, that was only a sliver of the interview, so you can go on to the podcast, find The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier on any of your podcasting sites, Google Play, TuneIn, Amazon Music, uh, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, your Apple Music, I don't really care wherever you go. It's all on there. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hughes. You can find it and you can subscribe, listen to us each and every day. We are killing it with the down, uh, downloads of the podcast uh, that's been growing astronomically every single month above and beyond each month. So thank you for that. We appreciate that very, very much. One more thing. Let's get into what's trending for today. What do you say? What's trending today? We need another sounder, another segment on the show, I think, because that's just one that's nice, but we need another little corner. We used to do on the program way back when, we used to do a segment called The Communist Corner. That's The Communist Corner. And uh, it's uh, what <laughs> I don't know if that was Italian or if that was Russian, whichever one it was, uh, The Communist Corner, which is probably what we need to bring back now that we have. I don't know, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden in the White House now as the president and VP of the country. But here's the latest from CNSNews.com. But Biden's 2021 COVID-19 bill itself, just the bill for COVID-19, not the federal budget, not spending on mandatory versus non-mandatory spending, discretionary, whatever spending, mandatory spending at the federal budget. No, no, this is only a COVID-19 relief bill. Costs more, according to CNSNews.com, than the entire 1981 federal government. Think about that for a second. One bill for COVID-19 is going to cost more to the American people than the entire budget, federal budget for for the year of 1981. A $1.9 trillion relief bill from President Joe Biden wants Congress to pass now as his response to COVID-19 pandemic would cost Americans more than the entire federal budget in 1981, according to the historical budget numbers that Biden own, uh, Biden's own Office of Management and Budget has published, the federal budget or federal government spent approximately 678 
billion dollars with that adjusted inflation for September 1981. That would be around $1.895 trillion with the inflation included. I guess you're going to include that. Oh, that's misinformation, Andy. Uh, with the inflation, $1.895 trillion. That would it be in today's dollars. So where all would that go? A large portion, or I guess not a large part, a portion of that would go to the $1,400 in our pocket to compensate for the $2,000 that he wanted to give us uh, with the $600 included in the last one, which, by the way, I did not receive. Not that I'm desperate to get it to be able to pay the bills. Thank God. I know many individuals are. I'm lucky enough to not be in that position right now. Would be nice to pay some bills off and do some things uh, or invest in, you know, the company that I'm working on and that sort of thing. So it could obviously go to good use or to be able to donate to somebody. I don't know. I mean, luckily, I'm not in that position. However, I still haven't received it. And I go on the IRS website to look for it and it says no info available. We just we don't know. I guess you're supposed to like apply for a credit on your taxes if you file for your taxes and you haven't received it yet. But then I hear that the $1,400 paycheck or stimulus bill that you could potentially be getting that you the rumor has it that a senator, House member, a Democrat on which some chamber in Congress proposed the bill that said that you would need to have a mandated vaccine. You would have to get the COVID-19 vaccine and have a certification of vaccine in order to receive the $1,400 from the Biden administration. Yeah, because what's better than you getting your own money back into your own pocket than proving to the government that you did something that they want you to do in order for you to get your money back? It's not a government handout because it's our money. It's our taxpayer money going into it, even when we don't have a whole lot of money because of COVID-19 shutdowns. So that's nice. But now you need to prove that you took the vaccine that they want you to take, that you still have to wear three masks when you take it because you still could get the virus and die. So you need to get the vaccine and then wear three masks and then prove that you're wearing three masks and get the vaccine in order to get some money back from the government that you paid into the government because it's your money, but they don't see it that way. But his budget, just by a COVID-19 relief bill, is more than an entire year's federal budget spending from about 30 years ago. To me, that's a little concerning, but welcome again to Democrats running things. I don't think it's going to go, but where's that money going outside of your paycheck a little bit? It's majoritively going to foreign governments. Oh, and by the way, environmental things, because environmental stuff's really, really good, too. So environmental projects, trying to make things more uh, environmentally sound. That's what it's all about. Podcast going up a little bit. The special feature going up a little bit as well. Until then, we got two more days of the week. Let's rock it. It's The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everybody have a wonderful Wednesday evening. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.